game on. It's time for Wolverines Weekly. Conversations with WDC coaches and athletes. Let's hustle to it. Hello, welcome to Wolverines Weekly. I'm CJ Baumgartner. We have a lot to talk about with the WDC head coaches, and we will get to them. First, we are going to have an interview with Wadena Deer Creek head football coach Kyle Petermeyer following his team's game against the Pillager Huskies. That's coming up next on Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. Time out! Wolverines Weekly will be right back. Play ball! Booyah! We're back with more Wolverines Weekly here on KWAD. Next up on Wolverines Weekly, we're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head football coach Kyle Petermeyer in the moments after his team's thrilling 26-20 win over the Pillager Huskies. Uh, Coach, what are you feeling just kind of emotion-wise after a back-and-forth close finish? I'm just feeling happy for our kids. I mean, a lot of things happened in that game. Pillager's, like I thought, fantastic team. They're going to definitely make a lot of noise in our section come playoff time. Um, But the guys, you know, resilient, I guess is a great word to say. We had, we had guys go out early. I think Nick, you know, Nick Wright plays both ways. Um, right away he went out and then just kind of one after the another. And we had, I don't know, five or six guys out throughout the whole game and just had guys step up and guys who maybe didn't see a whole lot of time last week or in the scrimmage or even in practice a whole lot that just shows that they're ready. And when their number's called, they're, they're going to go in there and give everything they got. And that's kind of what we told them when we threw them in there, just, do your best and your best is good enough for us and the effort they gave and the seniors and the, the upperclassmen who, who were in there and helped the young kids that, that came in along. I'm super proud of them too, just to be able to, you know, overcome a tough situation. Um, feeling really happy and proud for our kids right now. Winner, winner lost that game. I was going to be proud. So definitely good to come out on the, on the winning side and just happy that we got some kids who are resilient. Yeah, and you mentioned the resiliency being down 12 nothing right away. It looked like that first quarter was dwindling away, and then with nine seconds to go to end the quarter, uh, Pettit gets a about 70-some kick return uh, touchdown. Uh, what was that like on the sidelines, and, and what was kind of the breakdown of that play? Yeah, I mean, we've been working on a kick return forever. It's just it never really works out how you plan it because it depends on where they kick it, and obviously teams are – are smart enough to kick it away from Teshi when he's in there or DeAndre when he's in there because those guys are just electric. Um, Jager's, Jager's a great athlete himself, so just happy that he picked the ball up uh, where he did and smart kid, followed a couple blocks, and when he got an opening, he's fast. He's a tall kid with some pretty long legs, so once he got an open, he just he opened it up. And, yeah, definitely a huge thing for our team, just honestly putting points on the board was something because our offense wasn't really going. Um, just to see the scoreboard, I get some points on it and, you know, cut the deficit in half was, was really big for us and, and uh, something that, you know, we're going to keep working on, obviously, too. Uh, you guys, you talked about that resiliency. You guys made a lot of big plays when it mattered. You really get some stops when it mattered. You had three fumble recoveries in the game, two of them, believe, by Grant Sealhammer. Just talk about that opportunistic defense and, and just what they were able to do in this game coming up with some big plays. Yeah, I mean, everyone had a job tonight with, with playing a team like Pillager that, runs a, an offense where multiple guys can get the ball on every single play. So everyone just had to stick to it and, and uh, do their job. And, and Grant was in the right place at the right time a lot because he knows where to be. So just capitalizing on those things that um, that come into him is just is just something that's awesome. So Grant is, is definitely a guy that we, we lean on, and Grant's someone that stepped up tonight and, and led the young guys and led the guys around him. So just happy that uh, he got to make some plays and happy overall with, with his effort. 
And in that game, Coach Teshi Lohr went out for a brief period of time. And, you know, as we were talking about off air, obviously you want to have Teshi Lohr on the field as much as possible. And with a team that has 11 seniors starting on offense, you know, you don't necessarily want to have to dive into the depth too much. But you got had an opportunity where you had some guys get onto the field. Pettit had a couple nice catches. Rudd Rude came into the game and had a nice catch as well late in that fourth quarter. Uh, you know, some of those younger guys got pressed into action. They kind of got thrown in there. How do you think they responded and how do you think it kind of opens up your team yeah obviously like you said if if i had to choose between teshi being on the field and teshi not on the field 10 times out of 10 i'd choose him to be on the field but um silver lining in it where he went out and other guys got a lot of playing time and kind of just got thrown in there and they stepped up showed they knew the playbook and if their number was called i know drew lawrence had a, a big catch where he broke a tackle and got about 10 15 yards there and like you said jason had a, had a catch on that last drive and you know kind of just you know deandre he got hurt last week and um, he got cleared to play and didn't get a whole lot of touches the first three quarters with that fourth quarter. He was cramping up too, but we kind of rode him where he got five or six carries in a row down the stretch there. Um, and he stepped up as well. I know he's a senior, but guys got put in, in different situations. And I know I'm missing some. Austin went, went in on the line and, and he did a great job too. And guys got put in and, and they did their best and the best was, was good enough tonight. And you look towards later in the season, you got a game against Pine River Bacchus coming up next week. But, uh, you know, you talk about the resiliency and the things your team is able to do. You know, it wasn't pretty at times, but you got to win. You're one and one in the season. You got, importantly, a win in Section 6 AA. Uh, just talk about building off that and kind of where you think the ceiling is for this team after you've played the first two games. Definitely, obviously, you play, if you get a chance to play section opponents, you want to beat them. Um, so it definitely helps us as we get towards the end of the season with all that tiebreaker stuff and whatnot. But I don't know. I think for us, we talked right after we're not going to set anything for end of the season, postseason. We're truly going to take it one game at a time. You never know with injuries. You never know with where we're at in your team. So we're going to hopefully get healthy over the weekend here and gear up for practice next week and, and face Pine River. We haven't sent our districts kind of realigned a couple of years ago. We've had some really close games with them two years ago here. Um, they beat us by two in the last couple couple minutes and then at their place last year we blew a lead and they went down the whole field and scored and and beat us so we know that's a big one where we want to get out there and and uh hopefully we can play well um and just see where we're at but we're going to go one game at a time and and hopefully get healthy and and we'll see what happens we're talking with wadena deer creek head football coach kyle petermeyer on wolverines weekly coach thanks for the time congrats on that first win of the 2023 season and we look forward to talking with you next week after your game against pine river Bacchus, and hopefully we're talking about another win thank you very much dj Don't go anywhere. Wolverines Weekly will be back in a moment. We're back with more Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. Next up on Wolverines Weekly, we're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head volleyball coach Sue Volkman. And coach, another couple games in the books. Just talk about uh, what that week was like for you. How'd those games go? Let's see. We played DGF on Tuesday, Sabika, last night, and we won both those games. And that first game against DGF, you know, a section match, you're back into Section 8 AA, playing a team in DGF that's had a pretty good program. That game went to five sets, and, you know, it was only your third game of the year, but do you think that's potentially game of the year in terms of excitement? Oh, definitely. Won five games and down to the wire, and, um, you know, both teams um, were scrappy and, came up with plays to keep the, the game close and it was a fun game to watch. 
What did you like most about your team in that DGF game? Being down two sets to one, going in that final set, uh, going in the last two sets, they were able to win those. What did you like about your team and kind of that scrappiness and being able to kind of overcome that adversity to get the win? Well, you know that that's a good sign this early on. You know that they didn't, um, that they held their composure and you know kept fighting back to to take that fifth set. And uh, Peyton Gravel had 20 kills in that game, or somewhere around there, according to my count. Uh, just talk about what yep. her development has been like over the last couple of years, starting as a seventh grader, now into her freshman year. Where has she taken her game from then to now? Well, I think she's a re- obviously really um, has stepped it up. And, uh, you know, there's not many freshmen in the state that are probably that versatile and can do that well. And, um, so she's really improved greatly year to year, and this is just another step. And another player who I thought stuck out to me in that DGF game when I was on the call for that was Lola Pulver. She had uh, some good kills and and I believe was kind of second in the team that night in kills. What do you like about her and especially getting some time this year? Kind of what's she been able to do on the varsity team this year? Well, she's one of our leaders, um, a senior, and one of our captains. So she just brings that maturity to the floor, and she gives us a little bit more flexibility. She can play the outside. She can come in and uh, be really good for us in the middle, and she just is really quick. So um, she can be really active up at the net. You played your first Park Region Conference game against Sabika. You got the win. Uh, just talk about that getting into that Park Region Conference schedule now and your expectations for the team in the conference. Well, we're hoping to um, be one of the top teams in the conference. Um, I think last night, you know, Sabika always has scrappy teams, and we came out the first game and and played really well and um, pretty much dominated that game. And then we kind of sat back on our laurels, and um, they were scrappy enough. We we took game two, but by game three, we just we kind of let them in the door, and they took advantage of it. And now as you get through that conference part of the schedule, uh, you've gotten through those first four games of the season, playing some tough teams in Pequot Lakes, Purim, DGF, and Sabika. And to go 3-1 and one through that stretch, you, know, you, you talked about it uh, over the last couple weeks of just trying to find those things that you want to improve on early in the season. What are a couple of those areas? You've played some good teams that you go, all right, here's some areas where we want to, to tune up over the coming weeks. Well, I think our communication on the court, we, we need to talk a lot more. We need to uh, be able to keep focused in a game. Um, I believe we can take a, a step up and be more consistent by stepping up, um, but we just haven't gotten there yet. And so does that just come with practice and game time? Is there something specific you work on in practice, or is it just a matter of getting those reps in? Well, part of it is the talking part of it. The kids got to kind of buy into that and just force themselves to do it more i mean these kids play hard they practice hard um they're just going to keep improving through the year i i don't doubt that so i mean we are on the right track and now you're kind of into tournament season uh just looking ahead do you have a tournament this weekend where are you going and uh, what are your expectations um we're going to sock rapids um very high quality teams it's very very uh, competitive, we're going to really have to step it up to, to compete, and um, it's just a really good tournament to go to. 
And what's it like? Obviously, you got the games on the weekdays, but those tournaments are just kind of a different vibe, a different feeling. What are you as a coach looking for when you go into some of these tournaments? Well, you're playing a lot of games in a short period of time, and um, so that's really helpful. Um, sometimes weekend tournaments, you know, show your good side and show your bad side. So it just depends on um, how you come out and start out. And it's a situation you play one game, you can turn around right away and get it out of your system and play a, a really good team and a really good game the next game. So um, you can work on a lot of things. We're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head volleyball coach Sue Volkman. Coach, thanks for the time and best of luck in the tournament. We'll talk to you again next week. All right. Sounds good. Thank you. Another week, another couple big wins for the Wadena Deer Creek volleyball team, getting a big Section 8 AA win over DGF and also winning their first Park Region Conference game of the year against Sabika. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, we are going to chat with Wadena Deer Creek head cross-country coach Mike Brunsberg. He's going to talk about the Joanna Olson invite and how his team is doing and the Wolverine spotlight. A whole lot more coming up next on Wolverines Weekly. We'll be right back with more insight from players and coaches after the break. Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. Your home for Wadena Deer Creek Athletics is KWAD. Here's more Wolverines Weekly. Next up on Wolverines Weekly, we're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head cross-country coach Mike Brunsberg. And coach, have the opportunity to to stop up in studio and get to talk with us today. Uh, Great to have you in. How's it going? It's a good day. It's Friday. <laughs> exactly. And uh, so you guys had a, a busy week hosting the Joanna Olson invite. Uh, just talk about how that went. What was the day like? And break it down for us. Well, we had to change the course a little bit, um, freshen things up with the new cart path they have out there. The golf course looks great. Uh, but we wanted to weave around some of that and keep the runners uh, on the grass. And so a little extra work involved, and Mother Nature made things interesting. Uh, but it cleared out. And all the teams but one showed up, and we got the races in, and uh, it was awesome. And, you know, just one more time for people who don't know, just talk about how important this meet is for Wadena Deer Creek and just to be able to host it and have it kind of be as big of an event, you know, all those schools that get to come here. How important is that to to get to host a meet like that? Yeah, you know, time flies. Um, We remember Johanna Olson. She passed away of a brain tumor. Very accomplished runner. She won 32 races. Wow. Cross country alone. That's not even track. And good gymnast, et cetera. National champion uh, at Luther College. Um, and just a fantastic person. So uh, we try to uh, live by the creed of joy of running. And boy, she really brought it. And fantastic to have her, her father and uh, mother. Uh, deeply involved in putting on the process. So we had eight teams, 18 teams show up, and uh, it's a nice pull-in for, um, like I said, just a fantastic sport uh, with a real positive uh, reason for doing it. And now you actually get to the race day. Uh, you know, we were talking last week about the heat and running in that, and then all of a sudden it flipped the switch, and <laughs> people were there in sweatshirts, and it was a little wet and rainy. Uh, what were those conditions like? And just talk about how your runners uh, handled those. Well, I was so busy, I, I didn't even get a chance to kind of tune into the weather, answering questions, fi- fixing uh, situations that needed addressing. Uh, but when I did have a chance to take a breath, I was like, oh, you know, this is actually pretty good for uh, runners. that cooled off a bit, no lightning. And um, so, yeah, we were happy to take that weather. 
Yeah, and I, I know I've had you say this on the program before, but what is a what is the ideal running environment? What is uh, those conditions where you look at it and you say this is the perfect time to run? Well, it's usually later in the season when things cool down and fall is in the air. Uh, for two reasons, you're in better shape and you can handle that extra mile. You've been training for that. And the air temperature drops with the humidity dropping too. So, you know, something in the 60s is pretty good temperature for running three miles. And so let's talk a little bit about the race. How did uh, your teams do and, and what did you like out of them results-wise? Well, I didn't get to see all of the runners. Again, I was busy uh, hosting uh, logistics of things that needed to happen, but I, I did get to see the girls' team run and in two different spots, and it was a lot of fun because we had a pack of uh, our five-point getters were within six places um, in the top, I think, 16 or so, um, top 15. And uh, so at that point, just a quick visual sight is like, yeah, we, we probably won this one. And uh, the junior high, of course, sets the tone. And uh, we had uh, a race winner, Brennan Simmons. He won a second consecutive race. He's a eighth grader. Um, beat out all the junior high competition in the boys' race. And uh, with the boys, uh, looking at the math, uh, there were a number of them that uh, improved over last year quite a bit, over a minute. So that was good, too. And tell us a little bit about this week's Wolverine Spotlight. We put it on Grant Nelson this week. What has he uh, meant to your team this year? Well, he has to step up, you know, and we lost three seniors. And, for example, we usually have one pretty good hard workout a week, and it was yesterday, and, you know, guess who's out front? And kind of making it look easy, you know. So, in a way, he's a chase rabbit for those hard, hard workouts. And see if you can catch up with Grant and... Um, you know, I think it, he, he emerged last year as a track athlete, and maybe that was built upon by his Nordic skiing. He's an excellent skier. So it's just kind of natural, but if you can stay healthy and, and keep putting in those distance seasons, uh, that time's going to come down, and he's our guy right now. And, you know, you, like you talked about, still a sophomore. He's working on that, building on that. When you see, uh, you know, he's the example, but really with any kid, when you see them put that work in and start to develop, how do you as a coach just feel getting to see a kid like that take those steps and make that progression? Well, it kind of links itself to the classroom. You know, I don't have Grant in class this year, but, um, you know, it's kind of what we're about you know, the whole day, you know, and they show up for class and, and uh, growth is sometimes hard to measure. <laughs> you get the yearbook in the spring and, and of course they look different because it, or even over the summer, they grew a bunch, but um, yeah, uh, I guess that's a nice thing about cross country is you can put a little math behind it and say, wow, you know, you were almost three minutes faster than the same race course last year. Um, you are growing, you're improving. So uh, the, the math aspect is, is nice. We're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head cross-country coach Mike Brunsberg. Coach, appreciate the time. Thanks for stopping in studio, and we look forward to talking with you next week. Yeah, well, let's have fun this fall. Thank you. More to come on Wolverines Weekly. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, we'll talk with Wadena Deer Creek head girls tennis coach Jill Feemeyer, breaking down that first week of school, what that's like, and a whole lot more coming up next. Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. Wolverines Weekly, the only place to hear right from the Wadena Deer Creek coaches and athletes. 
You're listening to Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. Next up on Wolverines Weekly, we're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head girls tennis coach Jill Feemeyer and coach. Another week in the books. Uh, what happened this week and uh, where'd you go? Yes, so we were rained out earlier in the week with our match against Park Rapids, so that has been postponed until next week. But yesterday we had a match against Long Prairie Great Eagle, and the girls came out ahead with a 7-0 win, so that was awesome. Um, A couple of our girls had 6-0, 6-0 wins, so they just really proved that they could go out in the court, learn, uh, use what they've learned, and just um, have a good time and win. So that was awesome, and then this afternoon, we are heading to Detroit Lakes for a triangular um, against Detroit Lakes and Crookston. Yeah, n- another busy week. And like you talked about uh, earlier in the week, getting that first match rained out. You know, in a way, is it a little bit of a, of a blessing in disguise where you kind of get one kind of push to the side and kind of can take a breather? Or is it like, no, we want to stay in that rhythm. We want to keep moving. Well, it's a little bit of both. Like the breather on that first day of school, like it was a nice gift. Um, and we, but we have four matches next week. So we now have a Monday, Tuesday and two matches on Thursday. So it's a little give and take, you know, you just take the blessing as it is and then we'll just go full speed ahead next week. Yeah. And getting ready for that full speed ahead. Just talk about the progression of your team. Who have been a couple of your tennis players who you've seen, you know, make some nice improvements. Maybe it's not necessarily that they're winning the matches, but you know, in those matches, things are more competitive. They're looking like they're kind of coming into form through the season. Yeah, you know, I can look up and down the courts and I can see so many of our girls. Um, you know, and a lot of our top-end girls get a lot of recognition, but it's the girls that are playing at um, like the third and fourth singles, the third double spot um, that are really impressing me. Uh, in tennis, every single point is the same value. So whether you play fourth singles or first singles, it's still one point. So, you know, where you lie, as long as it's a competitive match, you know, as far as, you know, one's not better than the other. Um, in that middle area, we have um, people like Genevieve Pinello, who has just this amazing serve. Charlie Snyder has an amazing serve. Chloe Leesberg has been fantastic at the net. She has taken what she's doing, and she's just executing, and she just looks so smooth, and she's so fun to watch. And then I have doubles pairings like um, Kelly Oldakowski and Ryan Schmidt, who are doing a great job of learning how do we work and communicate as a team, And um, so how can we put these um, points away instead of just kind of hanging out there? We can actually um, finish off the points and move on to the next to the next one. And you talk about that communication in doubles. And, you know, obviously people kind of assume, you know, it's you got this spot. I got that spot. But how does communication develop on a tennis court? What does good communication look like to you? Is it just more or less being able to uh, non-verbally communicate? Is it verbally communicate or is it just they got to play games and figure it out? How does that look like and what does good communication look like to you? Well, and it really comes down to trusting one another. And so trusting in the ability of the other person some talking we try to mix things up and have them playing with people so you get used to the rhythm I do a lot of trying to match different strengths together so maybe someone's strength is the net and someone else is the baseline so that you have that kind of one-two approach and then if you're like my daughters Katie and Anna there's they just know each other so well um, and they can just one will just yell out the other's names they have their um, symbols signals for each other so they just intuitively kind of know what each other is doing and that each other will have its back and that's really what's growing in some of the other players too knowing they need to stay on their toes trying to get them both up at the net 
um, and then trusting one another. And that it's not necessarily the person who puts the point away that is, you know, like to be celebrated, but really you can't do a doubles match without both of them on there. Someone is setting it up and someone is finishing the point. And so um, sometimes it's the same person, but a lot of times it takes both of them. And so it comes down to trust. Um, being willing to be vocal with one another, and then just really paying attention, like keeping that eye open, being intuitive, and starting to learn what is the habits of my partner, and then how do I complement that. Awesome, awesome, awesome. A busy week next week, like you were saying, Coach. Uh, what do you guys have to do, or, or maybe the, what's the message to your team uh, for this coming week with a, a lot of meets on the schedule? Um. It is to do all the healthy things off the court, too, right? Like get enough sleep, drink enough water, eat healthy. Um, On the court, they have the skills. They know what their skills are. So I tell them, you have me in your head. You know what that is, but they have to think positive. We work really hard on that mental agility, that mental game. And really, it comes down to they need to believe in themselves. Um, We tell them that uh, the coaching staff believes in them, but they need to believe in themselves as much as the coaching staff believes in them. And so um, we can see that coming. We tell them that, you know, what your mind tells you to do is what your body's going to do. So if you say you're going to double fold, you're going to double fold. Um, You know, and it's not that simple. It's not black and white, of course. But our mind can be so powerful that when we put that positive thought and be really thinking that we are good and we're positive about it, then generally the, the skills are executed with that. And we're, you know, you might be beat, but maybe you're not making as many unforced errors. So it really comes to believing in yourself, knowing that win or lose, you're going to do that with grace. And if you're down, that there's nothing stopping you from coming back point by point and winning. And so, yeah, we just try to remind them that we believe in them and we want them to believe in themselves too. Wadena Deer Creek head girls tennis coach Jill Feemeyer. Coach, thanks so much for the time. Best of luck in a busy week next week, and we'll talk to you again next time. Yeah, I look forward to it. Thank you. A nice little break to begin the school year, but a busy week ahead for the Wadena Deer Creek girls tennis team. Coach Feemeyer getting them in the right mindset there, and it's really cool to hear her talk about communication and what makes a good tennis player and a good doubles. It's really fun to get to try and break all of that down. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, we will talk with our Wolverine Spotlight this week. It is Grant Nelson, a sophomore on the cross-country team. Get to hear about his experiences in cross-country and get to know a little bit more about him as well. That's coming up next on Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. Welcome back to Wolverines Weekly. I'm CJ Baumgartner. We have the opportunity to talk with our Wolverine Player Spotlight of the Week, and it is Grant Nelson, a sophomore on the cross-country team. Grant, you competed in New York Mills last week at their meet. You took home first place. Is that the first time you've ever gotten first place in a meet before? Yeah, for, for cross-country, it has been. The uh, the guy I got first a couple times in 800 and track but yeah I was pretty surprised about that and uh yeah I was pretty uh isolated um in the front it was just me and the four-wheeler so I mean I didn't really have anyone to keep up with but yeah. Grant at what point did you realize hey I'm gonna get first place here? I kind of realized it kind of from the beginning I I usually have some people from other towns that I uh just know how fast they are and stuff and I I was on the starting line and I looked around and there was like not that many people that I thought I had a lot of competition with. So I was like, well, it's just like a race against my own team pretty much. So it kind of felt like a practice. So I just, I mean, I just went for it. So Grant, what do you like about cross country so much and what's it like being around your teammates? 
I really enjoy being around my teammates. Uh, I mean, they make me happy and smile. Um, like it's just, it's good to be with them, and I like running with them. And running with like your friends and teammates just kind of builds a bond and stuff. Grant, cross country sounds simple. You just run, but why do you like it so much? It's pretty simple. I mean, you just move your legs and move your arms, and it's kind of it's pretty wonderful. I mean, it's not there's not much skill like. You don't have to know how to throw something or uh, shoot a basket or pass a puck on the ice. I mean, it's just running. I mean, all, the only thing you have to worry about is form, and you just kind of do it. Grant, we've gotten to know you a little bit more as an athlete. You're in cross country, you're in track and field, you're in Nordic skiing. Now we want to get to know you a little bit more as a student. So at WDC, what's your favorite class and why? So my favorite class in school is probably lunch. I, I just kind of like eating delicious food and visiting with my friends. I mean, for the other classes, I like to study and I'd, I'd say I'm a pretty hardworking student. Um, I'd call myself kind of studious, but I just like to be with my friends and eat lunch and talk. So, Who's your favorite teacher at Wadena Deer Creek? Mr. Wallum. Not to make anyone else feel bad, but uh, just being in his class was pretty cool and neat how I um, got to fly his remote control plane and stuff. I think that was pretty cool. All right, let's find some other things out about you, Grant. If you were going to go anywhere to eat in Wadena, where would you go? I love the Chinese buffet. I I think that's just, it's a great place. They have delicious food. I love their, like, cheese uh, wontons and Mandarin chicken, and I just, I love that place. All right, Grant, last question here. You have three hours, nothing to do, the whole day in front of you. What are you sitting on the couch and watching for TV? Well, me and my brother and... My sister and dad, too, we really like to watch a show called Mythbusters, and there's tons of episodes, but they, they find a myth out there like um, walking on water or uh, just making stuff out of duct tape. Can duct tape hold a car or how strong is superglue? And they just test it to see if it's a myth or if it's uh, busted or if it really works and I think it's pretty interesting because it uses like a lot of science and engineering and I kind of like that type of stuff. He's Grant Nelson. He's a sophomore on the cross-country team. He had his first ever win last week at the New York Mills meet. Grant, thanks for giving us the time. Best of luck the rest of the season. Yeah, thanks. There's the final buzzer. Thanks for listening to Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. Tune in next Saturday morning for more from the coaches and players. If you missed any of the show or want to listen at a later time, go to wadinaradio.com.